When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Dear Albie, it's me and uh, hi, Mrs. Manzo. Hi, honey. How are you? I'm doing all right. Long day. I know, I know. We were, you know, it's one of those days where I've, um, or nights rather, where I ask you a million times if, if everything is okay. I mean, you do that anyway. But. I know, I do do that anyway. But it is one of those nights where I'm like, you okay? You sure you okay? You sure you okay? Does that does that make things worse? No. No. I feel like sometimes. You know, I'm sure everybody has this in their work place, but you just need to come home and decompress sometimes. And unfortunately, sometimes decompressing just means, you know, being in your head for an hour, sitting on the couch, oh, I being get it. lazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. You get it. You I understand do. me. I do. I, I, that, that I understand. So we had our, our second wedding. Uh, I've been informed that we are technically speaking past the annulment phase. So you are stuck with me officially. Uh, my mother told me that. Oh, you have to, you know, you have to. Well, I guess it's the twenty fives. So no, we actually have we have till Christmas. Did you say it like you were stuck with me, or I was stuck with you? I just teed it up for the first time on the podcast. I actually didn't. I didn't uh, uh, dive into it further than that, to be honest. I didn't make it a thing. Got it. Yeah. Um, so we've, you know, we had, we had our second wedding, which we're we're going to get into. It's been mayhem, obviously. We appreciate the community for bearing with us, but the the wedding was star studded. Jules was there, Nando was there, uh, Greg was there, Urbana was there. All your dear Albie favorites were Candace. there. We really should have. And you know what's funny? We actually discussed at a certain point having a dear Albie uh, uh, setup at yeah. the wedding, which we kind were kind of like a confessional. Yeah, which we would have never really, I think, visited. You know, you said it quite literally perfect. You said. We said hello to everybody until we said goodbye to everybody, and the night was over. I didn't eat a single thing. Well, that's a lie. I ate one thing, and it was a martini glass full of mashed potatoes because someone handed me it. Uh, someone was me. I handed I, you. That was me. I, I'm not not recalling yeah. that because I was tipsy because I didn't even have time to drink. Yeah. I just literally said hi to people, and then I got stuck in the front foyer taking pictures with Santa. And then I was saying bye to people. Well, you had Santa that there. Was it. Well, you know, it was funny. It was, <clears throat> it was the exact opposite of what Italy was, where Italy was your mom was planning everything, and that's, you know, the, that's the direction that was there. This was just my side of the family doing whatever the hell they wanted to do, including my sister was making requests on your behalf that you didn't know about, like Chelsea wants Santa there. I, I thought that was cute for the kids. Oh, it was nice. Yeah, but I'm, my point is you didn't ask for that. No, no. I didn't. I it, it was about two seconds away from being fully decorated for Christmas. And my parents, being friends with a lot of Jewish people, because they belong to a country club where it is predominantly Jewish people that do belong there, my mom was like, oh, I don't know how my Jewish friends will feel about all Christmas-themed wedding. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. I feel like... 
they might be excited. And they ended up actually being the people who took pictures with Santa the most the entire time, which was the best part. So I feel like everybody had a great time, which is great because I can't even say I had a good time because I didn't even get to enjoy what everybody got to enjoy. The one thing I asked for at this wedding, Al, what was it? The 360 photo booth? You asked for a 360 and photo booth. I don't think I took a single picture on the 360 photo you booth. You took one. We, we got pulled into one picture. And uh, we, we didn't know. It was actually a major mess because a third of the invites didn't actually even get to where they were supposed to go. Like a third of the invites didn't even go in the mail. And then the, of the remaining two-thirds, one-third of that couldn't RSVP. Because of the way I spell my name names in my phone, I wasn't spelling names right. So that got messed up too. So we had, to the moment the wedding started, no idea how many people were coming to the wedding. We had absolutely no clue. I still don't know a third of the people that were actually there. I was saying hi to people that I had never seen in my life. I don't think I will ever see in my life either. Again, I... <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think that's how that's supposed to work. But no, no it, but it was it was really, you know, it, it was just an awesome time. It was very classic brownstone and everything there. And, and, and um, you know, uh, uh, it was the exact opposite of what Italy was, both of them in all the best ways. You know what I mean? It was very over the top and intense and, and you know, uh, a million people. And I, when we were getting ready... A couple of things. Number one, I woke up and decided I didn't like my suit. So I went and literally the day of the wedding, walked into the mall, which was Black Friday weekend. It was Saturday. After you really couldn't have done in Italy. No. You couldn't have done that. I mean, you loved your suit for Italy, but I didn't want to there's wear it so twice. many yeah. pros and cons. And I feel like we're pros now when it comes to weddings because we have done Destination oh, yeah. and whatever destination is <laughs> called, home base wedding. We are pros. Yeah, so I, 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 you there know, are a lot of pros and cons to both. There were a lot of, uh, a lot of curveballs, but I legit got my suit for the wedding the morning of the wedding. Yes, you did. Um, the, the home wedding. And we hit the ground running with that, but everybody looked at me, if you remember, like I was crazy because I ordered pasta to the house as everybody was getting ready, Okay. I ordered pasta, a bunch of other little random things that were there. Your mom brought sandwiches over, and I start eating. And everybody looked at me, and they were like, what are you doing? And I said, trust me, I'm a veteran of this stuff. I know how my family works. I know how brownstone winnings go. I'm eating before. And it wasn't because you were worried about the food or anything. We literally, just like you said, there wasn't a second, a second. Nando, I almost should get him on the phone. Nando, I said hello. You didn't see him. I don't even – I don't know if I said hi to Nando. I don't remember saying hi to Nando. I just remember Lauren saying after that she never realized how good-looking Nando was. So, Nando, you're welcome <laughs> for that. And I was like, I don't remember seeing Nando. Mm-hmm. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Uh, my arm was being tugged in about a thousand directions. Because the second I got into an intimate conversation with somebody I hadn't seen in a while – or somebody I was just meeting, I was pulled to meet the next person. <laughs> There's plenty of things that, that we didn't see until there were pictures of it that we weren't aware of. But now, you know, we are obviously a, a week or two removed from the wedding. Um, you know, we are, are in the, the thick of it of married life. And we're and done with weddings. No more weddings. We're done us. with weddings. But you're, <laughs> you're, I will say that, do you feel a difference at all? Being married? Yeah. I do. I've, I've, 
officially become amazing at saying my husband or when somebody, you know, is addressing you and I'm talking about you, which is nice. It feels good. But I also feel like, and I don't know if this is just me being a delusional thing, but I feel like I feel personally young to say my husband. And I feel like when I say my husband, people look at me and they're like, you're married? But they don't say it. But that's what I think. But I'm not young because I'm about to be 30. So I feel like that's just maybe a me thing. But do you feel weird when you say my wife? Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel I don't feel weird because you're my husband. I'm so excited <clears throat> about that aspect of it. But I feel weird saying my husband. I don't know why. No, you definitely because shouldn't. Feel, you killed it. You shouldn't feel weird at all. You nailed that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it doesn't. <clears throat> I guess I'm just not used to it yet. I really didn't get the fiancé phase because we got married, engaged and married in about six months. Not for any, like, reason. We just wanted to, and it was exciting. But I didn't get the fiancé phase, so the husband phase is now well, coming on quick, and it, it takes time yeah, to get used to, but I am saying it. You didn't get the nice. fiancé phase because we it was a fright train of fiancé. <clears throat> it really was. Like, I've had, you know, <clears throat> there that was a very, very, very quick turnaround. And what's funny was we went when we went and we did um, the parade this year with Marky, we were sitting in, in essentially the same room that we were in last year. And I said, we weren't even engaged at this time last year. We were essentially six months away from getting engaged. And by that point, we had already been married like twice a year later. That's crazy. I mean, the community agrees that we should have been engaged by then. I understand what the community says, but I'm just saying it's it's more of a a move of what, you know, uh, uh, what a difference a year makes. But, you know, awesome, awesome, awesome time. Um, Apparently the short rib was amazing at our second wedding. Short ribs stay amazing there. We, we, we took, we we have some photos to share with everybody. There's, there's so many great stories. Um, So much that's happening. Uh, But a couple of things I want to address before I get into what is a two part question. Because I want to get back into the into the thick of it uh, with the Dear Albie community because we have missed you. Uh, I have noticed one major difference, and it's probably late to call. Um, but – and not that this is a shock, right? But my uh, uh, sperm seem to be of, of extreme interest, okay – to, like I, I'm starting to feel like, no, it, it, it's okay because of the word. Uh, uh, I'm starting to feel like a stud, and like an actual stud, like like a, a, a male horse, right? Where like your mom has been feeding me these like nutrients and pills and like 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 supplements, this and that, and she's hitting us up today about like doing all kinds of testing and stuff. She literally, I feel like I'm starting to be genetically engineered. I'm starting to feel like. Uh, uh, a sperm factory. Like she's trying to, you know, like you go online, you create a car, okay? She's trying to essentially be like, what's the ingredients in there? Because we have to make sure this is like in tip top. Now, I'm just throwing that out there. I don't know what it means, okay? Maybe I'm way off here, but I, I, are, are you getting this vibe that I'm getting? Nothing wrong with taking your supplements. Are you in on the sperm thing? I am a supplement girl. I like to take 
my magnesium before bed. I like to take my probiotics. I like to feel healthy. And I feel like there's nothing wrong with her. Listen, I think the ball salve that she gave you, like, the second year we were dating in your stocking that, like, helped... <laughs> I all those that have stuff to be is somewhere. weird. I will give you that. But taking your omega three six nine and taking for me folic acid, these are all things that you know there are studies on no, that you, help you, with you're, you're, producing a healthy baby she, that has all its limbs. These are things that listen. She, at the end of the day, she's going to love our grandchild, and you want a grand, you want a, a child. No, so I understand. You're but on the same I, boat but, as but, her. But if anything, the, I'm I'm sitting here like when it's time, it's time. It, it's just very clear to me that she is 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 looking to. Uh, I feel like she's very like. It's almost like medieval time stuff, which we went to medieval times too, but different story. Uh, <laughs> Where it's like, okay, great, the wedding is done. Now produce an heir. Like it's very now. Look, I'm with it. I understand. Okay, but not for nothing. You were trying to produce an heir before the wedding. Well, but no. I mean, you know, like you know, it's it's just this kind of. You a guys thing. are on the same page. Jeez. I think. I think there's nothing wrong with and community. Feel free to chime in. There is nothing wrong with preparing your body to create healthy mm. babies. And I think a lot of people put that past. You know, eating a certain way. Women have a lot of things they got to do for their body before they're ready to carry a baby. And I truly think there's nothing wrong with taking it. Albie doesn't like to take pills is the problem. He cannot swallow a pill. It's he hard. had some traumatic incident where he tried to swallow a pill. Nine. I choked. Yeah, and he choked. And I understand that. That's. But my mom did go and buy him the smallest pill that they could possibly in the ones that she think are good for you to take. When trying to produce a baby, that's all. I don't think she's wrong for that. She's no. It, it just seems she's like supportive. they're supportive. She's it's, trying it's to support. enhance the, the. The I understand. She also, you know, this. She does other things for us that are very. No, sweet, look, I, that have I, nothing to do. I with didn't your say sperm. it wasn't sweet. I tell you what, <laughs> that it just seems to me that there is a a a significant interest in the byproduct, if you will. Okay, that's just new. New stuff. Basically, like, you know, she's always been about that life, okay? Always. But she seems to be, you know, you just check your phone. You check to see if she's awake. Yeah, that's what you just did. No, I, I was, well. was going to read the text that this is spawning from because. Well, this is a totally different thing. You seem you know? a little triggered. No, no, no. I'm not triggered. I'm not triggered. <laughs> just uh, She's walking around. I can see her. But, but, but I'm not triggered by it, okay? I'm not. But, but it is. I do wonder if there was something that happened during the wedding process that she was like, look, I want to, like, boost the omega fatty acids here because I'm seeing something in the lineage. She sees your diet that you eat garlic and oil and veal milanese all the time. You don't have a plethora of nutrients going that, into your that, that body. That seems to be a problem phase. when we want to go to the Italian countryside. That wasn't You're a big deal. You're not a veggies guy. Okay. You're not a fruits guy. Okay. So she's trying to help what you get a, the supplements but, where you need them. But I, 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 I don't... out of love. Listen, not for nothing, okay? <laughs> From my background, okay, just in looking at my family tree, I don't think that I was the sperm byproduct of a bunch of broccoli and Brussels sprouts. I pick bolognese, okay, over broccoli from whatever. Your mom only eats vegetables right now, basically. Now, so. but I don't think, like, you know, this is not this is not the same thing. I'm just saying. So, 
Just putting it out there. We will go to the questions. Take the supplements or not. We'll bring it up. We're going to have your mom on, obviously. Uh, the big, big, big request from the community is to have both moms on at the same time. Uh, yeah, we'll totally do that. Several, several questions coming in. A million miles an hour. This one stuck out. Nanda said you have to read this. And I have to read it? No, well, me. Oh. But, well, you know, on the show. Okay. Oh. Uh, but like, it is wow, a two-parter. It is a two-parter. No, uh... But you've, you've read it your album before. Maybe. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you have. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> so, I mean, do you want to read it? No, you got Would you this. like? It's up to you. Mm. Here we go. <laughs> Dear Albie, subject, navigating high school drama as a parent. Dear Albie, I'm in quite a bit of a quandary. I'll tell you what. Okay. You start a question with quandary. I'm intrigued. Are you? It's a good word. Okay. Fair enough. I'm in a bit of a quandary and could really use your perspective. My son, who's in high school, recently went through a breakup with his girlfriend. They were quite serious, or as serious as high school sweethearts can be. And it's been tough on him. We've been navigating these emotional waters, trying to be supportive while giving him space to heal. Here's where it gets complicated. His best friend since middle school has now started dating his ex-girlfriend. It came as a shock to both of us. There was no heads up, no conversation, nothing. My son is understandably upset, feeling betrayed by his best friend. They've had arguments about it, and it's straining their relationship. Uh, their friendship, sorry. I'm torn about how to handle this. I've known the best friend's mother for years. We're not close friends, but we've always been friendly at school events and sports games. I'm wondering if I should reach out to her to discuss what's happening between the boys. My hope is that maybe we can navigate this together and help them through it. But I'm also worried that it might overstep boundaries or make things worse. I'm trying... Uh, I'm just a mom trying to help her son through a tough time, and this situation is so delicate. I don't want to add to the drama, but also feel like I need to do something. What do you think? Should I call her or just let the kids handle it themselves? Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. A concerned parent. What do you think? I want to hear your opinion first. Um, I think in things like this with boy moms okay i get the shock thing but your son's gonna have to learn that it's real in these streets sooner or later okay and it's a good lesson but what you don't want to do in my opinion okay is make it about the moms because like what are you really you're, you're literally getting involved in high school drama at that point like i don't see the upside in calling and saying, "Hey, like, because what, what's the other mother gonna do? Like, like, what, what, what? Honestly, give me the best case scenario so that that creates. The mother that's inquiring about calling the other mother, her son is dating the person, or her son X is dating. The her other. son is who who is the um he, he is the cuckold. He, he, he is the he is the he is the person who's a friend. He's the X." He's the person who's friend now. But it doesn't say cheating. They're just, you know, I don't know what the, 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 the span here is and the amount of time that was that was spaced out. But it almost makes no difference to me. You know, this is the the mother of the heartbroken ex-boyfriend. I don't really know the difference. I'm, I grew up with sisters. Um, I don't know the difference when it comes to guy code versus girl code. And you're a guy, so I'm sure you can... 
informing. But I feel like as a girl in high school, best friend, you don't go near anybody's ex if it's your best friend. Close friends and people just like that are acquaintances and you saw a lot at parties, I think that's kind of fair game. But these guys sound like best friends, so... I agree with you. I do not think the parents should get involved. If it was, let's say, like the mothers were best friends, have a wine night and just be like, "What? What's going on? Like the kids okay?" And I know, you know. Well, what would you? I know honestly, my God. kids upset. They don't have to make it a. Where are we going to fix this problem? It can just kind of be like a. What would you do in this situation? If my son's ex was dating his, his best, best friend, friend in high school. And it was your friend, not I'm not, not friend. Maybe the same to same kind of thing. Diminish high school relationships, um, because you know there's people who have high school sweethearts and stuff. But I do think high school drama, and I don't know how high school is these days. I haven't been in high school in years, but I feel like relationships at that age are very immature. They come and they go. So I think. Let it play out. I don't think as a mother I would probably get involved. I'd be like to my kid, you know what? She wasn't the one for you. You got to move on. I think that this is like a true overbearing situation if you make the call. Because, well, how about this? Put the shoe on the other foot. You are the mom of the other guy. And you get that phone call. First of all, are you upset at your son? Do you look at it and be like, hey, what's going on? Is this like a, you know, hey, like, you know, this isn't the right thing? Or are you so, like, what do you, what do you, how do you react to all of this? If my son, ooh, this is like real, it's real shit. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to have kids and we're going to have to deal with this. I hope not. My kid, I'm just going to instill in my kid, listen, y- you have a best friend. You don't go near his girl. Whether they're done or not. That's but however, if it did happen and it came down to it, probably be like to my kid, what's going on? How'd they break up? Give me give me the give me the tea. Let me know what's up. And you really like this girl? All right. Well, I mean, you gotta kinda think about what kind of girl she is if she's going from best friend to best friend, so that's a little, you know that's a little suspect. <clears throat> I'm sure I will mature in my answer by the time I have a boy, but I don't know. I just feel like boys are going to be boys and boys got to deal with stuff on their own. As a mother, when it comes to my, if I had a daughter, I would get a little more involved because I just think daughters sometimes need their mothers. And I would ask my daughter though. She's in high school now, so I have to give her the benefit of the doubt that she can make her own decisions. But getting involved with your son or your daughter, right, is one thing. That's fine. Okay, and teaching them life lessons. Say, man, this is like you know, this is like like the guy code thing. This, that, whatever, you know, is fine. Okay, but calling the other parent is not advice to me. That's like getting involved. Involved. Like, there's just no. I I don't see like what. Let's put it this way. Let's say things go perfect, and she goes to the 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 son. And says, hey, you know, you're a friend now, okay? Hey, listen, what you did wasn't right. And he's like, you know what? You're right. I'm going to break up with her. Now what? 
It's still it's still weird. Everything about it's weird. You know, like there's just it's just a kind of a it, it just brings it to a situation that I feel like is not it's not a good look. And I feel like you go from the guy. It's bad enough that it, his best friend just took his girl. Now his mom's calling the other mom. You don't call. I don't think you call either. I actually had an experience <clears throat> with this. Not me personally, but two of my best friends, still my best friends now. One of my best friends dated this guy in high school. About a year. You know, casual. Broke up with her. Well, they broke up mutually. Nothing big. Two years later, at the end of senior year in high school, her best friend started dating him. Now they're married. I mean, you, you really just never know. I, I don't think you need to get involved with it. Their parents didn't get involved. I would say I probably wouldn't get involved. But this person seems concerned. So if it's straining the motherly friendship, like I said, grab a glass of wine, bring it up casually. So I see, you know, our boys seem to be a little estranged. Mm. Well, you know, it doesn't have to be like, what are we going to do about it? It could <clears throat> just be if you're close with the mother, have a casual talk with her. Are you, uh, are, are, are you a little bit on the edge of your seat wondering what happened? Because we know. Oh, we, we know. We do you because this email came in about like five weeks ago. Oh. And about a week and a half ago. We got to check the mailbag more. We got to update. Now, you don't know this community. You don't know this. We got hacked. Uh, we were hacked. Dear Albie was hacked. We were as a community. We were attacked, but Nando was on it, and uh, we we've since gotten everything back. So you can hit us with the DMs and hit us back in the mailbag. Dear Albie mailbag at Gmail. That's why the, some of this was was so crazy the last couple of weeks. But we have an update. I mean, we also had two weddings, so I'm sorry if we missed any. Yeah, but we would have made that shit work. We were fine. <laughs> <clears throat> so <laughs> update, Albie. The call didn't go well. This is the the oh, the she subject. Called. She should have waited for our this answer. This is this is this is rough. And you know what? This is why, honestly, I blame myself. I don't even know what I'm about to read, but I blame myself because I feel like we've let the community down here, a potential community member. But I will be the same regards, dear Albie. I wrote to you a bit ago seeking advice on whether to contact the mother of my son's best friend as his friend started dating his ex-girlfriend, causing a lot of tension. Well, I made the call, and unfortunately, it didn't go as I had hoped. I approached the conversation with the intention of discussing our son's situation calmly and constructively. However, it quickly became apparent that we had very different perspectives. She seemed to believe that the boy should resolve this issue entirely on their own without any parental interference. While I understand and respect the importance of letting teenagers handle their relationship— I was hoping for a more collaborative approach, considering the long-standing friendship between our sons. The conversation ended somewhat abruptly, and I was feeling unsettled and concerned. To make matters, matters worse, when I told my son about the call, hoping to reassure him that we were trying to help, he became even more upset. He felt embarrassed that I had intervened and worried that it might worsen his relationship with both his ex-girlfriend and his best friend. This whole situation has left me questioning whether I made the right choice in reaching out. I'm trying to navigate this delicate balance of supporting my son while respecting his independence. It's a tough line to walk as a parent, especially when the emotions are running high. Any advice on how to handle this new situation, particularly in supporting my son through this challenging time, would be greatly appreciated. (laughs) I I think this is a great lesson on boundaries. As a mother, there are just some things you have to concern yourself with and some things you need to be very head-on with. Mm-hmm. I'm not a mother yet, but I just think this is the approach I'm going to take. And, you know, as my husband, we got to be on the same page. I think 
there's boundaries. Oh, dude, I'd be so your, upset. Yeah, I, I, I'd be so upset. Well, we were kind of on that page where we shouldn't really have a conversation, but depending how close mm-hmm. she was, she could just bring it up with casually, like I said. But yeah, I, I feel bad for her now. You know what? She's very sweet. She's she is. Now I'll tell you what. I really wish. This was somehow like a junior high school thing. But because it's a high school thing, you know, I feel like it kind of hits harder. I think the reality is this. Having – I never will shame someone for loving their kid enough to want to get involved in any little situation in trying to create a, a – just life of happiness one way or the other, right? I think when you look at all of the potential results of this, right, having a mom that loves them enough to actually get involved in a social life is a great thing. That's indicative of, like, how you are as a mom. But, okay, you have to also kind of respect the idea. And I think about this a lot. No matter how – like, you could be the cool mom, whatever – no matter how cool you are, even in all that shit, there's a generational gap that we're just not going to understand. And dating in high school now, right, is not going to be something that you're going to relate to the same way. High school in 2023 is not the same as high school in 2003. Just not. So I can't. I wasn't in high school. Yeah, in we'll get there. In a different kind of it was wild. You should have been there. But, um, but 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 that's pretty weird. Uh, but point being, the perspective is different. And did you make it worse for him? Yeah. But I think that it, if he's a good kid, I, I had like, did you have embarrassing moments like this with your parents where they got involved in your in your stuff? Um. No, my mother was like the first person I went to with everything. I would leave a party a little tipsy in high school and she would be the first person to pick me up and she would scold me and then she'd sit and ask me details about the party, what happened. You know, she was very involved with me in high school and I think that shaped a lot of the way I am and the way I want to be as a mother because I felt comfortable telling her things and I felt comfortable telling her when I needed her to step in and I needed her advice and I needed her to be there for me, whether it was, you know... I mean, I was a good kid, so I never got in trouble, like, legally or anything, but I feel like when I needed my mom, she was there and when she knew I needed space and needed to learn a lesson and grow and, you know figure out things on my own she gave me that space to do that and I feel like that's a great way to be as a mother yeah I mean I feel like you know it's important well look when you're looking at the question as it is right now the most important thing is like getting on the same page with your son end of the day look I'm not gonna bullshit you that guy that dude's gonna have to walk with that that's gonna be a little bit of a that's that's not gonna be fun okay but I think that for whatever it's worth, it's the type of thing that he'll be in a situation laughing about later on in life, you know? 
and talking about it in a way that it's kind of fun if you play it the right way. Not that you have to play it the right way. But, like, what I would just say to him is, look, you know, I'm sorry for getting into your personal life, but you got to understand at the end of the day, this is what I was trying to do. And if you had to pick through all the problems you can have, if I had to choose between a loyal high school girlfriend, a best friend in high school that's you know got my back through whatever it is, or a mom that really gives a shit enough about you to do whatever it is to make sure you're happy, that's the one I pick. That's he what may it would not be. appreciate it right now, yeah. but I think in the future he'll be like, damn, my mom was a ride or die for me. Yeah. So, like, that's kind of how he teed up. And uh, it's depending on where her husband's at, maybe he can kind of, you know, champ. How you doing? You know, going to the bedroom later at night and just be like, yeah, I know your mother's a little crazy. I, you know. And it's one of those things. Yeah, like. These are one of those things. You know, she, you know how she is, son. It's all right, whatever. You know, but that's the worst that, man voice. To, to give you, yeah, that was a rough man voice. But but to give you, like, yeah, from an, from a, what you should say to your son, that's the move. Uh, community member to community member, you fucked up. Okay, <laughs> maybe we gotta, wait we, for us to answer the mail. We got to dial time. it back a little bit, a little bit. Uh, you know, but that's what there's there's you know. I, it's got to be a lot harder to to go through high school and shit now because I can remember rumors back feeling in so big. Well, think about it. Like barely, we had we had like T three texting back then. You had to hit the button. How many? How many times? Oh yeah. But rumors seemed so big then. You know, I can only imagine what it's like now. You know, with how well, it also fast took things. a little. Yeah, it took a little slower for rumors. To go around back then. Now it's like you refresh your page and the rumors probably yeah. spread. Yeah. So it, it and happens And commented faster. on and mm-hmm. reposted and s- stitched or I don't know. So much. I know. There's so oh, much. I'm excited to have kids with you though one day. We're going to have to make decisions like this together. I, I mean this, you know, I would, uh, it would be a pretty, this would, this would be a pretty weird day. You know, I, I would be – you know what? It's funny. That's that's actually a funny way to actually approach the question. So like as the husband hearing about this, how do you handle it? That's what I mean. Like the it's, husband's got to – It's a true got to go lose. like sit on the edge of the kid's bed and it's be a like lose, champ. Lose. Yeah. I, I, for me, it's like going in and be like, bro. Yeah. Like it, the only real thing you can do – and it's funny because my parents – told me a ton of times and I think most parents say this one way or another like you're not going to understand this until you're older and when you hear that shit when you're in high school you're like no fuck off yeah. you know what I mean and it it's funny because that's always the thing like you're not going to understand this to your older when you're you know a, a, a kid when you're trying to make your way in life in you know business and whatever it is and someone says to you that you know you look up to that's successful that you go and get try and get advice from hey like you know you're gonna appreciate the struggles you're going through now you're like man like it's really fucking easy for you to say and then all of a sudden like you get to a spot where you start having the perspective that the person who gave you that advice in each of those different things gets to and you realize they're right but there's nothing you can say in that moment that like except that that honestly, I kind of find that like that is almost the rite of passage in life. 
it's so much fun giving that piece of advice. Like I'm looking forward to giving the piece of advice, right? That pisses people off because it's kind of what you need at the time too. You kind of need to be pissed, you know. Like I, I had a, a, a kid that was working for us, you know, not that long ago. Uh, sit me down, ask me some questions one day, uh, and I, his dad, I, you know, looked up to major, and he was he was just getting into college and stuff, and he was asking me some questions, and he he uh, was like also starting a business and doing this stuff, and he goes, you know. What do you what do you what do you think? And I said, I I hope for you. If I said if I had one wish for you, I hope that you fail fucking miserably. And he looked at me like and just went white in the face. And I was like, I hope that you fail horribly. And I go and I hope you learn from this experience. And I hope you come back. And I hope you come back stronger. And I hope you're really starting to get momentum. And you know what happens? I hope it gets stolen from you. I go and then after that. I want you to pay your dues again and again and again. I hope you fail again. Okay. And then I want you to clear all that bad energy out. Okay. And finally get everybody out of your way. And I hope it's your fault that you fuck it up the next time. But that's what I hope for you. And he's like, that's like the worst advice possibly. He literally said that because that's the worst advice you could possibly give me. I go, no, no, no. It really is the only way to do it. You have to completely fuck it up in every single direction. And eventually you just get numb and you realize that there is no success or failure you're just going through life and then that's when things either go, they go the way they go it doesn't really matter if it's going good or bad you work just, on that speech before no you know what have a child. no that's that's i i think that if everything is easy then you just don't get to a place where you appreciate anything good because what's the point of that and there are plenty of people that I know that have had easier roads than others that like when they're faced with a challenge on it, they're, they don't really take it seriously. And that's when you have a real problem because it's just too far in advance. So like being, I'd rather be the kid in high school that learns that about his friend now and gets to college and has his eye open and then gets to a job and has his eye even wider open. Okay. Then the guy that took the girl and everything was easy and sits that and whatever. And then all of a sudden you get hit with some random kind of, you know, bullshit. And because you're, you know, you, you like to, you know, uh, uh, you, you, you've you um, convinced yourself that you're like some kind of gift that you're just not able to react to shit. Like, yeah, I agree. Just not I how agree. it goes. You, you definitely have to have some fails throughout life. I don't know if you have to like, lose everything and whatever i don't know what you said no no No, i I definitely think Mm. through struggles you learn a lot but at the same time hard work does pay off and that's you know a good lesson to learn too if you're trying and you're trying and you keep trying and you're gonna fail but eventually you won't and eventually things should go your way because you're trying and you're working hard i think like the the broader thing is you know, it's nothing is like we watch too many movies with these things and it's going to go bad a lot more times than it's going to go good. But the problem for me anyway, I guess the point is it's a bigger problem labeling. It's a bigger problem 
being complacent in whatever the re- you feel the result is, good or bad. Because even when it's going good, you really shouldn't feel that good about it either. You should keep trying towards it because it's going to get really easy to take away. You know, that's just kind of my, I don't know, whatever. It made more sense in my head. The kid's doing great now. <laughs> the kid that I, that I gave the advice to. I actually don't think he failed. I actually don't think anything went wrong for him. You know, I, I should check in with him. You probably should. Now I'm worried. Anyway, yeah, you're stuck. Uh, Annulment phase. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I can look into that. I think you actually got like 15 days. You're good. So, we're all good. Well, hey, jlbmedvegajunior.com. Write in some good stuff, guys. Yes, please. Do that. We're going to be recording. dragging me into all these I am. podcasts. I am. It's a whole thing now. I want to talk about some fun stuff. We will, we'll, get it. we'll get a little bit more edgy. You guys are awesome. We love you. Catch you later. Bye.